You're listening to Live Alive Podcast, a weekly dose of motivation right in your back pocket. I'm Jordan Johnson. And I'm Anissa Johnson. We're We're your hosts. hosts. Every week, we share thought-provoking conversations created to inspire you to bring the best version of you into everything you do. Think of us as the guide as you journey towards realizing your vision of successful and fulfilling life. Whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, building a business, or dreaming of being a stay-at-home parent, we're here to help you cultivate passion, purpose, and motivation in your everyday life. All right, hey, good people. Um, today we're just gonna start with some thoughts, right? Um, have you ever had you know one of those experiences where you're trying to get things done and you just can't seem to string any successful steps together? Like nothing's going right, no needles have moved, you just can't focus or you don't have the attention. On the other hand, there's times where you may seem to attack something and the steps just string together like in harmony. It's it's symphony, it's orchestra, one step after another, everything's going right. That is flow. Hmm. And today we're going to talk about that that flow state, like its importance um, how to aim towards uh, getting a bit more of that and sitting in that state um, ourselves. It sounds good because it is good. <laughs> Love that. So exciting. Um, I could certainly use use more of it, but typically with something like this too, we have to ask ourselves, like, you know, why do I care? Like, why mm. why should I care about being in flow state? Like, why does this matter uh, for me? Well, for one. You know, being in in a flow state and like working in that zone, it's maximum creativity and maximum confidence, giving you maximum output with less effort. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, it sounds a lot like when you're in flow, things are easier. Yeah. To, or come with ease, I should say. Come with ease is it? Like that's that's spot on, and and come with ease in the best quality of the skill you have towards that thing. It's maximum creativity that you have maximum confidence that you have with minimum effort i.e like you said like comes comes easily um so i mean if you just think about that like ask yourself uh you know how beneficial would it be if you could go after a task you know or make or solve something and you did it really well you did it faster than you probably would have if not finding a flow state and you had more time to like put towards like something else yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty good to me. Sounds great to me. <laughs> um, so I'm like, okay, so tell me more, Jordan. Tell me how do you get into this flow state and, you know, what is it really? You, you really did just kind of describe what it, what it feels like and what it looks like. Um, but for, for people who maybe are like, yeah, maybe I can barely remember the last time that I, that I felt that way or it seems like some distant um thought to have to be in that state um you know how do you how do you get into flow that's a that's a great question too and i i I I think it's making it tangible helps like you know i i I think about some of the last times i've like assembled something or i have to assemble something today actually (laughs) um this is probably the case for most of us out there unless you're that that category of genius where you like crack a box open and, and your hands just move and pieces assemble you're in a league of your own and um you should try to share your superpower with the world 
<laughs> other than those few folks, right? Like we start to assemble something and we crack it open. It's got a bunch of pieces. It's got instructions. And it's almost like you all you, you start in that searching and trying to identify like what's what, what's where. And you find piece number one or A if it's like numbered or if it's numerical or, or alphabetical. And it's like you hold these first couple of pieces and identifying what's what. And that takes forever. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking like, this is never moving. I'm, this is just going to go really slow. And then I mean, a little bit of time goes by. You take piece one, put it with piece two and three and four and so on. And it's like you look up and you have a thing. And it's been built. And that period where steps and pieces strung together and happened and you weren't really thinking about it anymore and the stress from sorting it all out was kind of dissipated, that's flow. Right. Um, and that's from the perspective of like putting something together or assembling something. But the creative lane is like really similar to me. Like I, I think about it in terms of some of the stuff of maybe have to make or build for work, like making or writing a, a presentation, a sheet. I mean, I feel like I'm staring at a blank page like for so long on sometimes things like things like that where I'm trying to think about like, oh, how do I start? What do I what do I say? And where I think some of the real identification of flow kind of comes in is like giving yourself some grace to sit through those initial discomforts. Like if you're Mm -hmm. building or assembling something sitting through those initial discomfort moments or uncomfortable moments of finding the first couple of pieces, deciding the first couple sentences or things I should put into this to this presentation or thing I'm writing for work or writing for anything for that right. matter. Um, and I think the writing happens similar to the assembly sometimes where like you could you can start writing and you know can get easier or like steps or thoughts start to, to string together a little bit. Yeah, and I think what's interesting about, you know, both of those examples is there is a moment in time. And as you were talking about assembling, I I started thinking about like puzzles, Hmm. Um, like when you open up a puzzle and you put all of the pieces that kind of look the same or have the same color in the same pile. And then you just kind of start connecting the dots. And I think that with both of those, there is kind of that upfront work of just getting things organized. And mm. when it's something that you're assembling and when it's maybe a puzzle or something physical, I think it's it feels more tangible and easier maybe to fall into focus than if you're looking at something on a, com- on a computer or maybe just if you like to write, maybe it's on like in on physical paper, maybe it's a true blank page. But there's a moment I think before flow and I want to go, I want to go back to that. And you, you, you glossed over it a little bit. You tell, you spoke to it a little bit, but when you're looking at that blank page, there's something going on in your brain and in your body because there's something that you need to solve for. There's something mm. that you're, that you need to create and, I think it's a matter of like working through that to get to flow. For me, I feel as if it takes me to be under pressure in order to get into flow. So if I have this space and time to complete a project, then I'm probably going to take it. And 
it's not until I have to, like I'm under a tight deadline that I yeah. choose to say, okay, well, I actually have to, you know, move through not knowing, you know, how I want this to come together. Or maybe it's wondering what the right way to put it together is that leads to not necessarily moving forward and just kind of sitting on that mm. blank page and, and probably moving on to something else. So how do you handle that, getting through that initial discomfort? Yeah, that's huge and, and can be can be challenging. I think one thing that sits out to me is something I think a lot of us face is like the, the discomfort ends up coming from like the deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes we have to create like our own parameters around something like someone told me um just thinking about from my my career trajectory uh, a long time ago i don't even know who it came from but it's a great word so i'm gonna share it now it's like the the success you'll have will be judged on how you use your downtime uh, because a lot of movement happens when it has to like if i'm trying to make something i'm trying to produce something um, and it needs to be done at this certain point in time. You know, most of us out there will, it'll be done by that time. But if there's no real deadline for something, there's no real ask uh, for that. It's just something that you feel like is necessary. Then I think it requires like some removal of like exit opportunities or removal of like distractions from 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 ways that you can control like you talked a little bit about in some of our thinking like the phone and having that on you close to your person like it's any distraction that kind of like takes you through takes you out of that zone of working through in your mind like how to start like it takes real um i think brain power like real time sometimes maybe it's five minutes 10 20 an hour but like you can work through that first step, that start, but it takes like no like no interruptions. Like it takes uh, like no moving your yourself off of that track. Like letting your brain continuously work on that until something pours out, and that something may not be right necessarily all the time, but it's going to start yeah. if we remove like those those like distractions. Yeah. And I wonder if too, one of the things that you said is, you know, the first thing that comes out might not be right. I wonder if a part of not moving forward is also wanting something to be quote unquote, right. Wanting the first thing to be right. Oh, a hundred percent. Like yeah. it's, it, it is. And I, sometimes that can be crippling because I, mm-hmm. I think that I've, I've had to, and still in ways deal with that myself of that, um, paralysis that comes from like you know analyzing how good this may or may not be you can almost answer for yourself you don't start it's not gonna be good it's not gonna work yeah and i think also one other thing as you were talking about earlier of like how you of how you use your downtime and i think with so much that comes at us in life it can seem as if we don't have downtime so i guess my question would be how do you identify, maybe if you're working on something or you have identified something as a big project or something that's important to you that you want to get done, you're assembling something today, that's something that's important to you, you know mm-hmm. that it needs to get done. And that's not the only thing on your list. There are other things that you could 
say you need to get done yeah that sometimes we choose that that's the priority um over this this larger thing uh you've said it before but it's it's using that clear path to a lesser goal and sometimes those lesser goals because they're easier um can can get ahead of maybe that larger goal that might be a little bit more difficult to work through to get into that flow state yeah totally i think i mean this word comes to my mind when i'm really trying to like put my foot down about something literally or or figure well i never literally put my foot down it's weird but (laughs) um is uh ruthless i i think to i think to enter into a flow state and work through those first couple moments which is like the hardest like you've got to be ruthless about it and here's and here's what i mean um distractions are going to occur like clearer path to a lesser goal is totally one of them like if i'm sitting down i'm trying to work on for something for for work um and i'm trying to put or write something out i'm thinking about like oh man i need to send um i need to order that thing from amazon you know you know what i'll let me just jump on my phone really quick and like put that amazon order out and i'll go then i'm I'm back to back to the keys i'm looking at the screen I'm, i'm focused again and I haven't started. I'm just trying to think about like what, what, what should this, how should I start this? Mm, let me focus on this. And then another thought creeps in, or my phone buzzes, and I'm like, oh yeah, I was meaning to get back with that guy on that. Let me text him for a few minutes really quick. Now it's like 30, 45 minutes have gone by, and I only set aside an hour to try to try to do this. So now it's either rushed, I haven't done it, or I've just kicked that can on down the road a little bit longer. I think part of that struggle and defending against that to let flow happen because you've got to allow space and time for it is you have to be ruthless about it and what i mean by that is that may mean putting your phone on do not disturb for two hours that may mean putting it in another another room for a couple hours that may mean um getting up before someone else in your family gets up in the morning so you can have some like undisturbed time that may mean if you've blocked out on your plans or your notebook or planner that you know you need some time for some flow state work to figure some stuff out on a Saturday, but there's some friends that are maybe doing some things in the park or something like that, you may have to say no to that. Right. And I think that's where the word ruthless always comes into mind because it, it, it feels and sometimes it's going to, at least for me, has this like, oh, cutthroat feeling about it. Like, oh man, somebody's probably trying to reach me right now or like oh we were gonna do that fun thing or meet up at the park whatever i'm saying no or i'm saying like this is not gonna be allowed to be a disturbance right now or that lesser thing is not gonna get in the way of this big goal that i have in this flow state deep work that i need to work on right that's really good it sounds like you have to be extremely aware of where your distractions are coming from before you can start to, you know, do something like eliminate those distractions. You talked about the phone. If you don't know that that's a big distraction for you or you're subconsciously reaching for your phone and then you look up and you're you're realizing, oh my gosh, 30 minutes have gone by and I haven't um, done the thing that I said that I was going to do. So really being aware of those things. And a lot of times it is saying yes 
out of like out of a default so saying mm-hmm. yes to oh yeah sure i'll go get drinks with you or oh yeah sure we can meet up at the park you just keep saying yes to things even though you already had a plan to do something else so i think one of the things i want to underscore about what you just said is becoming hyper aware of where your distractions your interruptions and the things that are um, breaking your attention span are coming from so you can position them in their proper place as it relates to your goals oh that's excellent that is yes <laughs> like where do i sign <laughs> to agree with that um and and i almost want to go back to the point you brought up anisa about the clearer path to a lesser goal because i feel like that's the that's the one of the largest um obstacles in my mind against like having and finding and working in successful flow states is that you hinted at it earlier or not really hinted at it but you said this earlier that like often the struggle to start though and sit and be in something is because we don't really know how it's going to turn out we don't know whether it's going to be good we don't know whether it's going to be correct but something that we may think about in that moment we may have the answer to or I'm like, oh, I could easily complete that Amazon order. I know how to do that. Or like, oh, this thing I'm trying to figure out yeah. and solve will be distracted by something else in our mind that you know exactly what to do, how to do it, and um, what's necessary to complete that task. So you go and do that. That's a clearer path to a lesser goal. And I'm like, I, I, I really couldn't underline that enough. That's probably the one of the largest distractions to me it's like you know what to do with that other thing so just let me just go and do that instead of sitting in this moment and allowing flow to come through you and flow to to happen because you're going to sit there until thoughts and creative ideas and solutions start to come up but that takes time yes that takes time but i think another thing that happens when you have that clear path to a lesser goal when you complete something quickly that you knew how to do, you get a hit. Ah, yes. That was so good. Like I, you get a rush of dopamine, of a reward, of that you accomplish something, you check something off your list, and that is really exciting. With you know getting yourself into flow state, that reward is delayed. Mm. Right. So that you have to go through the initial you know elimination of distraction you have to go through sitting in the discomfort of not knowing you have to go through putting something down on paper or getting started on a big project that you don't necessarily know how it's going to turn out you have to push through all of that push through all of that you don't really know what done looks like but when you get there you'll get an even larger mm. reward Right, That sense of satisfaction when you push through a larger project, when you push through something that's been hanging over your head for quite a while or something that's really important to you, through that flow state, when you get there and when you complete it, your satisfaction is larger than when you submitted something up for mm. an Amazon order or, or the example that you used earlier. That, that is so fantastic. And I think we have to trust that. I think a lot of that comes into trust and belief mm-hmm. into what the thing is we're trying to put point this flow state and and experience and deep work towards like we have to believe that 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 happening is the greatest form of satisfaction yeah and you have to push through the first time to get that so that you can give yourself that evidence so i always tell i always say and i i feel like you are the productive focused person who can like really just buckle down and get things done and i and i 
I admire that so much in you, Jordan. But what I'm what I'm realizing for myself is that you, you really have to create that evidence for yourself so that you can get the reward. So if you've told yourself or you've had the experience that, you know, putting in an order on Amazon that you needed to get something that you needed to get and you know how to do that, you've already experienced that reward once and you know that when you if and when you do something like that again, you'll get that reward again. So for somebody who might be like me, who doesn't really get into flow state that often, or maybe only gets into flow state by force, um, it's really important to just have the perspective of like, oh, well, when I finish this, I'm going to be extremely satisfied and this isn't going to hang over me anymore. Yeah. Wow. Um, that That is, a the, I feel like, the right perspective to have like for your for yourself. Um, and it feels like growth, there's an opportunity for growth to come through, through that experience. Um, and, it, and this got me thinking about some of like the sports example that goes into this too. And it's like, where do you see this? Well, it's no different than those moments you see, you may be watching a game or say a basketball game and LeBron's going off. He's like throwing everything up that he, everything he shoots is going into the, into the, uh, into the net. It seems you hear announcers in those types of moments trying to describe the experience, like, oh, he or she is, is feeling it. They can't be stopped. And it's like everything's coming to them so easily. That's flow. Yeah, like it's the same thing. And I think trying to replicate that in your medium, in your practice, in your effort, in your life. It's no different. It doesn't have to be you shooting a basketball at a goal to find flow state. It could be in some type of effort or task or project you're working on for yourself, for your family, and for your friends, um, and still seeking and finding this moment, this work period where it's maximizing the most of your creativity, maximizing the most of your talents, and getting the most output for you for the least effort. That's flow, and you're going to be thankful for it. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope that it leaves you feeling inspired to actively pursue your goals and live alive, whatever that means to you. If you enjoyed today's episode, tell us what you think by leaving a review. Reviews help more people like you discover the podcast. I'm Anissa Johnson. And I'm Jordan Johnson. We'll see you next time on Live Alive Podcast.